right. Welcome to episode 80, which means we're 20 away from 100. And we're just going to ignore the whole Ethernet cord hanging next to me situation. Uh, we're just not going to act like that's happening uh, if you're watching on the video. But um, yeah, episode 80, coming off of a win, uh, a win that was a win, you know. That not was a win, yes. Definitely did not look terrible. Um, that's, you know, that's fair. But I mean, their their offense was fine. Their defense is not good right now. I not think if all. they go up against any team that has a guard that can remotely <clears throat> score, they're screwed. Yeah. I mean, Johnson put up 28, so, I, you know. Yeah. Well. This is what it is. Uh, player of the game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do co-player of the game. Uh, Kofi and Plummer. Uh, the only guys that that you know, I, I want to say show showed up because Hawkins did have a have a decent game, uh, but thirty eight for Kofi, ten rebounds, his thirtieth double double of his career, um, just absolute monster down low for about I'd say eight minutes in the second half. Illinois wasn't getting him the ball for some reason, but um, you know, Illinois kind of goes through those phases where they they forget. Their bread and butter, um, and then Plummer with thirty points. Uh, both guys played thirty-eight minutes. Plummer was six of eleven from three. Uh, you know, he he said he was back. He said it again uh, after this game that he told everybody, "Hey, I'm back." So uh, good on him. Uh, Kofi also had an assist, a steal, and a block. So that's nice uh I did see uh the last time a duo went for uh 30 a piece plus uh, was 1990 when Kaufman and Thomas did it back in uh back in 1990 I just said that but <laughs> uh, it was a double overtime game so I don't know if anybody's ever done it uh during uh regulation but uh Kofi and Plummer and it seems like uh, we're gonna have to rely on them some more Woo! dogs are happy. Yeah, I would say I would say that um, you know when they need you need Frazier and Trebello there, but when they're not there, you have to have Plummer making shots, and he's really streaky. So I wouldn't be surprised if he falls apart a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't mean fall apart in the sense that he's just going to have a really bad streak. But he's. Yeah, I think he's pretty streaky. Yeah, um, you're not going to be. I don't think you can. You're going to be able to rely on a guy to make six or seven threes a game. Um, you know, when it happens, it's great, but I don't think anybody's that good. I mean, Plummer has proven that he can do it and he proved that he could do it in Utah. But, um, so with uh, Frazier, Grandison, and uh, Curbelo out. Uh, the starting lineup was those two, of course, and then Hawkins, Hutcherson, and DeMonte. Um, Hutcherson didn't do anything great. I mean, his, yeah, defense, not good. <laughs> his defense was uh, not not good at all. Uh, Illinois was anybody's looked, defense good at all? Yeah, Illinois looked slow all night, and uh, Underwood said something about how uh, Hutcherson and Hawkins and Plummer are going to have to get better on the defensive end. It seems if anybody sets a screen against Illinois, uh, somebody's getting open because they can't fight through a screen. And I don't know. I mean, you know, Underwood changed his defense to be better. Everybody's talked about it. And their defense was atrocious. So um, they missed Frazier for sure. 
Yeah, definitely Miss Frazier. Grandison, pretty good defender. Um, you know, Hawkins came came up clutch late in the game with a big block, and then uh, Illinois came down. DeMonte got a nice tip-in rebound to, to kind of, I would say, secure the game. Um, but Illinois, I mean, from the field, they were 62% from two, 42 from three, and 83 from the free throw line. So, had to be that. Yeah, they had to, but, I mean, at least they they were shooting well. Who did um, they miss the most out of the three? I, I would say Frazier because um, they let Johnson kind of do whatever they wanted. And I, and I don't know if Frazier would have been able to shut him down more, but I would hope. Who did they miss the second most? Grandison. Uh, I feel like Grandison. Just because Grandison. Yeah, because I don't – I mean, Curbelo is uh, a liability on defense, I think. Um, he probably would have had like 20 points and 15 assists in this game, though. Yeah, so – Actually, I, does he know, want to pass the ball 15 times? I don't know. Yeah, and Illinois, you know, so I don't know if this is because UTRGV was ju- – they're just not that good. Um, but – or defensively, anyways, Illinois only had 13 turnovers – I feel like they had like eight of them within the first three minutes of the game. Uh, Hutcherson had a few early, and every time it seemed like they were trying to get the ball to Kofi, they'd throw it at his feet. Um, so I don't blame those on Kofi. That's entry pass stuff. So uh, Hawkins did uh, go four or five from the field, uh, perfect from the free throw line. He had 13 points, two blocks. Uh oh. I don't know. It's not going well uh, for the for the for the dogs barking over there, but um, I don't know where he was there on that. But uh, Hutcherson did have his struggles, and I think it's it's a it's a bit of a work in progress. You know, he missed all of last season, he missed the beginning of this season, and I think that the idea of him getting used to uh, D one basketball or learning it, I feel like that is. Uh, I think it's fair. I mean, he didn't play at all last season, and you're into the Big Ten now. And the fact that I think last season would have been huge for him to play because he would have been playing a lot less last season, and he would have really been able to ease himself in. And now with the injuries, he's got to play more. So I'll yeah. give him some slack there. I'll cut him some slack. I'm sure he huh. wants me to. So I'll yeah, since that. you've been calling him trash for the last four months, warranted but- trash. <laughs> But yeah, I think that he just needs to he needs to play more, needs more time. Um he didn't I, like I said, he didn't do anything overly bad except everybody played bad defense. Uh Kofi even struggled defensively. So uh I don't know. Uh <clears throat> Goody off the bench, uh felt like he was the best freshman. I know uh Pazimski only played two minutes. Uh they said that there's the flu going around. That's what Grandison had. So uh, I guess Pazimski couldn't even get out of bed a couple days ago. So, um, not great. And then Omar Payne only played two minutes. So, yeah, he, he's getting like no minutes. Yeah. Um, he ain't going to be here next year, by the way. I mean, there's no <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. Um, Bosman Verdonk uh, played 12 minutes. He had six assists, which I thought was impressive. I didn't really notice it during the game, but, you know, uh, Underwood did say that Bosman Verdonk changed the game in the first half. Uh, simply with just his passing. So, uh, but yeah, Goody, I was going to say about Goody, by far the best freshman. Uh, hard, he's playing very well, very hard nosed. 
Uh, you were trashing the freshman to me the whole time <laughs> during the game. Um, but Goody stepped up. He made a nice jumper. Um, and he seems to be the only guy that's up to speed right now in, in D1 basketball coming out of high school. So uh, Brad said of him, quote, I'm a big fan of Luke. Luke has a lot of toughness, not afraid to shoot, and played during the guts of the game. So good good words from Coach there. Very nice. Uh, weird quotes, yes. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't know how Underwood fixes the defense. He said that he wanted to have a practice where all they did was try to get through ball screens um, and and work through them. But uh, from the sounds of it, they didn't even practice yesterday because of whatever the flu is or whatever they got running through the team. Um, he didn't, didn't want to get anybody else sick. So, uh, yeah. We, and we then have a rare comment uh-oh. during the pod, rare comment. Luke needs more minutes. Yeah. I mean, no, nope. stinks. <laughs> what? Just he said Luke I, Goody. Yeah, no, I know. I tweeted during the game that the freshmen stink and Goody saved it. But I'm just saying, like, they don't contribute enough. I know that it's early, but, and it's not their fault because they're playing with a situation, right? I mean, I'm slowing my words down here so you can get back to hear this, but. They're playing in a situation where they have a ton of injuries, not a lot of players available, so you need Goody to play, and you need the freshmen to do more than they're doing, fair or unfair, because they're having to play more minutes than they usually would. Yeah, and Melinda's had seven minutes. He made uh, the bucket at halftime to go up for Illinois, uh, but really nothing more than that. I mean, 18 minutes for Goody, I know that they're – you know, they were low on guys, but I think 18's about the number he should be playing. Yeah. Uh, even even when those guys are back, I'd say 15 to 20 is a good range for him. So. I don't know what this means, but. Number two fan slowly becoming number one. I, I don't know what that's in regards to, but thank you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at the Big Ten ACC challenge the whole time. While we were doing yeah, this, you're right. we'll get to that later. But, uh, uh, the freshmen are having to play too much. It's all it comes down to. And I think we, our perception of freshmen may be a little bit more unfair and higher than it normally would have been just because I thought Miller last season was good all season for the most part. And when he wasn't making shots, he was playing defense. And he wasn't playing defense, he was most likely making shots. And if he wasn't doing either, he was worthless. But still, that's basketball. And uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Brad said that after the game that it was exactly what he expected from a really good oh, UTRGV team. So. <laughs> God, uh, I know that we you have to do this that. with every opponent. I yes. mean, shut up. Or we say, "Oh, Jackson yes. State. Oh man, they're so good." He had that's coach talk. So it's stupid um, talk. Don't even say anything. In this, in the second half, uh, UT. RGV, I hate that. We got to get them out of there. Um, they were averaging 1.481 points per possession. Now that is just embarrassing. Yeah, as it should be. I assume that Illinois is not number three in defensive efficiency. Oh, they've dropped game. way down. Yeah. So um, supposedly uh, Johnson, according to Ked Pr- Price, uh, Johnson had 21 NBA scouts there to watch him play. So he was showing off. Yeah, I guess so. But hey, Illinois snakes out a win. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see who plays tomorrow. Uh, there is some updates about the guys, but I don't think Underwood really knows who is going to play yet. So we will see what happens. But um, could be a tough game for Illinois tomorrow, especially with the guys that are out. If they didn't practice yesterday, it's not good. It's not good. So uh, anything else on the game you want to talk about? 14. Uh, no. I mean, this game, this is a wash it wash it away don't talk about a game they won you got to move on they are shorthanded uh obviously and i mean they're they're gonna be struggling a little bit here their record is not gonna be as good as you'd like going into big 10 play and that could burn them down the stretch but you gotta hope when this team's fully healthy and if they get fully healthy without having more injuries then the record becomes better but they're gonna go into big 10 play with a probably a pretty mediocre record yeah, um, and that's why I mean they play Notre Dame, then they got two Big Ten games. Uh, Who are they, what, what are they going to be ranked Monday? You think? If uh, at all, if they're ranked twenty four or twenty five, I feel like they should be ranked. I should or shouldn't? I think they should be ranked in at twenty five just to piss people off. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. all for it. I would see that unless people factor in this this game, but I mean, they don't technically three starters out. I, I don't know. They don't pay attention. Trust me. Yeah. The people uh, who go for this are absolute idiots. (laughs) True. They probably don't watch half the games, right? No, they don't. They watch Gonzaga Duke and then they don't watch anything else. That was a good game. It was a great game. And it shows you that uh, Duke's good. Duke is good. And let's just get this out there. Uh, I said all week that Gonzaga was going to get got by Duke. Absolutely nailed it. And you know why I said that, that, that they were going to do that? Because Duke, as I mentioned like 20 times, and nobody even thought about this. I mean, maybe some people did. Duke has a physical front court. Mark Williams, Theo John, very physical. And what did they do in that game? Mark Williams made Drew Timmy his B-I-T-C-H. Shaved off Drew Timmy's mustache in that game. So, so yeah, suck on that, haters. Uh, <clears throat> big news after the uh, close game. Uh, yesterday, Dane Day Danger, cool name, Dane Danger. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like one of your favorites, right? Yeah, the Danger Zone. I, I've been hearing people say so. Um, anyways, kids from Baylor, uh, redshirt last year for Baylor, uh, was a top 100 player, I think 91 ish up in there. Uh, he was a four star, uh, 6'9, 260 to 270. He is, uh, Husky fella. So I don't, I'm guessing that he'll come in, get some weight training, try to slim down. Uh, his most recent picture, the one that he posted when he said that he was coming to Illinois, um, he did look slimmer than his high school uh, uh, highlights that I watched. Um, but he was a four star. Uh, he was the number 18 center. He's uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota, is where he played high school ball. He's originally from Chicago. So I think his thing uh, that he posted was like coming home. Um, I think that's the thing that people do these days. So Illinois offered him back in May of 2018. The kid also had offers from Marquette, Minnesota, Iowa State, Syracuse, Ohio State, Iowa, among others. So uh, had a lot of interest coming out of high school. Uh, I think he's averaged three minutes with Baylor and then pieced out on him. So. We'll see. Um, and people are saying this is the move that Illinois needed to make 
for the uh, post Kofi era. They don't. I mean, he's not he's not Kofi esque in the sense of strength and height. But well, let me just say this: I'm usually one that criticizes these types of moves. You know me. You know that. <laughs> yeah. But I love this move. I really do. I think this is a raw talent. A talent yeah. that you can develop. He can start practicing second semester, which right. is huge. And right. I think that you look at the the front court next season. It's not going to be. It, they're not going to have a physically imposing center unless they get somebody, which it's not going to happen. And if, yeah. if somebody transfers out and then they bring somebody in, but uh, Ty Rogers and Dane Danger, it's yeah. a lot of talent. And um, I think that he's going to be like he reminds me like watching just video of him. He reminds me of a a heftier Coleman Hawkins. I mean, he handles the ball. Well, Uh, he's got really good footwork and he can shoot also, at least, you know, in highlights videos, they make everything, but um, it looked like he could shoot. Uh, Didn't have a problem pulling up for three. What about his form? Uh, That's really how you can form was good. I mean, he, he looks solid. Uh, I I mean, I guess that, you know, he's just mad because he got red shirt last year. Which I mean, understandably, Baylor was the best team in the nation. Baylor did win the national championship, and <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, and, I did predict that too. By the way, and so I'm guessing that he wasn't getting enough time this year. Which I mean, if Kofi's gone, he's there's going to be plenty of playing time. So especially at the center spot, I'm still sort of worried about the center position when they get into the Big Ten play without Kofi next year. Yeah. Yeah, but like six th- nine is tall, but man, you like him to be like six eleven. But <laughs> yeah, I know those two inches are. Hey, it's big. I mean, well, yeah. you got to think though. Next season, does the Big Ten take a bit of a step back at the five? Like Dickinson will probably still be at Michigan, but after that, it's like Trace Jackson Davis thinks he can get to the NBA and do something. He'll probably be a G League player for his career, but um, <laughs> I mean, after that, I don't see any other dominant, you know, center next season in the Big Ten. Yeah. I guess Edie, if he stays, yeah, that could be disastrous. But yeah, Edie's been putting on weight too. I mean, he looks definitely much bigger. Yeah, he'll um, be the Big Ten Player of the Year next year, probably. I just straight pulled this off two four seven's website. Uh, Jerry Myers' scouting report <clears throat> on Danger is uh, has a wide space controlling frame at six nine. Conditioning has been an issue in the past, so that's why I think coming to Illinois is going to be good for him. Has nimble feet and a highly skilled game. Good athlete, but not overly explosive. Proficient back-to-the-basket scorer who can also face up and shoot and drive from outside. Very comfortable with the basketball and has a feel for passing. Strong rebounder. Defending on the perimeter can be a challenge. Good positional interior defender who can also block shots. Should develop into an NBA draft pick and projects him to eventually go second round. Not good enough. So lottery pick or bust. Hopefully, Hopefully the replacement needed. We could have read that together after yeah, Kobe departure. We were on it together. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what's huge. Illinois doesn't have to worry about going out and getting somebody now. Um, I they still might, who knows? But because uh, you gotta think that as of right now, there aren't any scholarship spots open next year, but you gotta think Kofi's gonna be gone and you gotta think somebody's transfer transferring. So yeah, I wonder who's uh if if you if there was odds on the transfer portal for who's going to transfer out of Illinois after this season, who do you think tops the list? Uh, number one would be. It's got to be one of the freshmen. Yeah, I would say one of the freshmen, and then I would say maybe Lieb, just because. 
I don't think there's any chance he wants to play. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance that Goody transfers. So I think he's a freshman that's not going to transfer. Right. Melendez and Podzimski, you, you just you don't know. I agree. They were those two would fit well on the end of the bench, clapping for the team next season. <laughs> I feel like Podzimski's going to get time. Um, he doesn't look up to speed down yet. the road, um, and I think that he. It seems like he is committed, but you know. Nobody's more committed than Goody, so that's why you can knock him off the list. I agree. I agree. Big time. Huge big time. So right now, who do you think the starting five is next season? I'm going to write this down. Uh, As of 11-28. Next season, I'm going to go with – we need a guard. So Curbelo. Curbelo is going to be back, right? Okay, I can get down with that. I'm going to go Curbelo. Uh, Goody, Hawkins. Please don't correct yourself because I'm writing this down with marker. Hutcherson. Hawkins. Hutcherson. Danger? I guess danger. Where's Grandison going? Uh, Does Grandison still have a year? Wrote it down. Does Grandison still have a year? I don't know. Is he a senior? I didn't even know. He is a senior, but he's gone. Does he get an extra year? I don't. I don't know the rules. Somebody tell me the rules, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's gonna be mine. Breaking news in Seth Davis's top twenty-five that nobody gives a flying shit about. <laughs> uh, Illinois is no longer in the top twenty-five, and they are no longer almost famous. All the way out. All the way out. I respect that. I respect that. So that's 37 teams ahead of them because there's 12 almost famous teams in the top 25. Oh, well, I don't know if I respect that. but We'll see. They got to do I, something. I mean, they got to. What I don't respect. I, I respect it because has Illinois has not been one of the 40 best teams in the country this season. Absolutely. Uh, what I don't respect is Villanova at five and Baylor at six. I don't, I don't understand that, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have anything to do with this podcast. Exactly. Uh, okay. Are we good on that? We go into the game now? To the game tomorrow. All right. Illinois, Notre Dame. Uh, assuming Illinois is not going to be ranked, so I'm not going to put a ranking up there. Eight o'clock Central. I don't know if I'll be able to stay up for that one. Uh, ESPN. <laughs> I got early morning workouts this week. So, you know, it's a big, big week, big week ahead. But I could probably, I could probably swing it. Um, so, Notre Dame, we we as in the team because we are not on uh-huh. the team, right? Went to Notre Dame a few years ago and lost in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, seventy six seventy four. Uh, this was a Trent Frazier almost, you know, I, was that a three or a two that he shot to win the game or tie the game? I don't remember. I don't know. Might have been a three, three years ago was a long time. Yes, this was uh, 2018-19, So. Io's freshman year, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they were not good then, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> what did Underwood say? Oh, they win twelve. Uh, Underwood uh, had an had the interview today. Said Bosman Verdonk is out. Out. We don't know about Trent Curbelo or Grandison. Um, Great. He said that yesterday would have been a day to grind their asses off because they don't play well on Friday and it's November. We didn't have enough bodies. Said they didn't practice yesterday because of everything that's going around. And he has never experienced that in his career. So, uh, yeah, didn't practice yesterday. Maybe down four guys. I don't know. 
Um, he did say, quote, I know this. We're going to show up tomorrow night and we're going to fight our asses off. Really likes the asses. Uh, yeah, he does. In interview. Uh, he said, and if we got six guys, we've got six. So there is, <laughs> there is no timeline on Frazier. I'm going to um, switch my prediction score. Said that he's day to day or week, week by week. Um, and said that he hasn't literally hasn't done anything but ride the bike. So, okay, so Frazier's out. Yeah, and then uh, Demonte said that it was a bruised bone is the reason why Frazier is out, which I don't think anybody said what it was until Demonte said something. So, so I'm going to predict that Curbelo and Grandison are back, and I'm going to say if anybody is back, I think the most likely to be back is Grandison. Because, you know, if he was sick, I mean, I it's agree. been like four or five days. You're fine, dude. Sit yeah. up. I agree. But um, it's going to be a, a tough, uh, you know, outlook. So as the dog joins the show, <laughs> uh, welcome to the program. Um, what I wonder about is the starting lineup. Like, yeah. what do you do with that? Um, I mean, depends. If Curbelo's back, I guess. I guess Plummer doesn't start. Um, I'd have a tough time taking Plummer out of the starting line. I agree. I agree. DeMonte comes off the bench, you think? Probably. So just switch Curbelo and DeMonte? Yeah. I mean, I, I hope, hopefully, you have Kofi and Hawkins playing some defense because yeah. Notre Dame has size underneath. Um, one thing we need to talk about DeMonte had eight assists, led the team in assists. Uh, as long as he doesn't like, dribble too much, it's fine. Yeah, I yeah, I was kind of. I know somebody said him playing the point a lot, and I didn't think he would, but it seemed like the second half he was kind of running the point. Um, I mean, he'd get to half court and then he'd dish it off to the big man running down, which I thought was weird. But you know, when you don't have a true point guard, yep. it's going to happen. So, yep. Uh, this would be a good season for Adam Miller, you know. Yeah, it would be. He, he really wanted to play point guard. He should have stayed. Damn it. Uh, so Notre Dame is number forty on Ken Palm, three and two record. Their two losses were in Maui, or not in Maui, but in Vegas at the Maui Invitational, losing to St. Mary's and Texas A and M. They beat Shamanad, who's not good. <laughs> uh, their other wins are over Cal State, Cal State Northridge, and High Point, two other teams that aren't good. Uh, they're ranked 20th on offense on Ken Palm and defensive efficiency 81st. Illinois now 33rd offensively and 22nd defensively, and Illinois now 23rd overall on Ken Palm. So uh, Ken Palm, I don't think they take into account who could be out for Illinois. Um, yeah. But 75-69 is, is what they say. Illinois at full strength versus Notre Dame at full strength. Illinois should win by six is what Ken Palm says. The problem is that they're not. Right. So that like, means absolutely nothing. Notre Dame's not good, right? I mean I don't think they're that good. I, I think they're better than last season, but they're still a pretty middle of the road mid middle tier ACC team. And the ACC really after the first couple teams is not very good. And you're gonna see that I think this week. But um <laughs> so their lineup guards Prentice Hub. 6'3", 176, 7 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. Junior, double-digit points per game last season. Dane Goodwin, 6'6", 208, 15 points, 5 rebounds. Junior, double-digit points per game the last two seasons. Uh, guard Cormac Ryan, 6'5", 194, 
nine points, three rebounds, two assists. Junior, originally at Stanford, transferred to Notre Dame last season. Uh, Paul Atkinson, Jr., 6'9", 230, 14.6 rebounds, one assist. Senior, transfer from Yale. And Nate Lazuski. 6'10", 235, seven points, 10 rebounds, one assist, junior. So they got some size. Yeah. 6'3", 6'6", 6'5", 6'9", 6'10". Which, I mean, Illinois with, I mean, the lineup they had last game, they're they're not, you know, awful in size. Hawkins, 6'11", Kofi, 7 foot. What's Hutcherson, like 6'7", 6'6"? So. Yep. I think they'll be okay. Um it depend, I mean, this is a game where Illinois is going to have to feed Kofi. Uh, it, he's got, what, 45 pounds on this guy, Nate? So yeah. uh, feed Kofi, let him let him kick out because he's gotten a lot better at kicking out, and just let him slam it on everybody's face and and move on with a win. I like yep. – it, the the only thing that worries me is their defense, which again was awful. So if Notre Dame sets a few screens, uh, it's I don't think it's going to be good for Illinois. Probably not. <laughs> I definitely think Notre Dame's probably way better when it comes to fundamentals and smart basketball. They would yeah. see that way. They're all veterans. Uh, they've all been. Everybody's been there except for. Uh, Atkinson, who leads or second in points, so I don't know. Uh, predictions. Uh, sadly, I'm gonna have to go with an L for Illinois. Uh, I'm gonna be at the game, I'm taking my son and my niece and my brother in law, so I hope they get the win. But I got Notre Dame winning 83 to 75. Yeah, I'll take Notre Dame 81 68. I think Illinois, not a full strength, is gonna struggle. And uh, continue the mediocrity of non-conference play. Completely so annoying, so annoying that they lost to Cincinnati and Marquette. Cincinnati yeah. lost to Monmouth yesterday. Yeah. Monmouth. Terrible. Just so embarrassing. Whatever. Uh, so, first time we're both picking them to lose. <laughs> that means they're going to win. Hopefully they do. Uh, okay, let's do around the Big Ten, which is just Big Ten ACC Challenge. Okay. I got my picks here. Uh, you make your picks. There's only okay. two games tomorrow, and then there's a ton um, Tuesday and Wednesday. Illinois-Notre Dame, we already picked that. Notre Dame wins. But the other game is Iowa-Virginia. That's the first game. Iowa-Virginia. I don't know where it's at because I wrote didn't write it that way. But uh, I will pull that up now. So I personally am taking Virginia. I don't think Virginia is very good, but I don't know how good Iowa is because Iowa's played nobody. But I still think Iowa's better than we thought. But yeah. I'll still take Virginia. I will. I'll take Iowa that game. So that's a one-one, two-two, nothing. So that's where we're going. Okay. <laughs> um, Purdue, Florida State at Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, I'm taking Purdue. I don't think there's any chance. Florida State's been – Florida State was supposed to be really good. They got size, um, but I don't think they've they're as good as everybody. Been, yeah, they, they have not been as good. But as they Purdue. might show up. Is this at Florida State? It's at Purdue. Okay, yeah, Purdue wins. Indiana at Syracuse. I am taking Indiana. I don't think Syracuse is very good. Uh, I'm assuming you'll do the same. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next game is Minnesota – and Pitt, at Pitt, uh, I think Minnesota is a little bit better than we thought. 
Uh, I don't think Pitt's any good. I'll take Minnesota. Minnesota. All right, Ohio State-Duke. That's pretty much the biggest matchup. This game is at Ohio State. Uh, I'll take Duke. Yeah, I'm going to take even, Duke as well. Even though coming off the Gonzaga win, I could see them coming out a little flat. But uh, I don't – I mean, Ohio State's good. I just don't think they've been Duke good by any means. Yeah, I'll take Duke. Uh, Clemson, Rutgers, Clemson at Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers, really bad. Clemson, I'll take Clemson. I'm going to take Clemson as well. Uh, Rutgers has done nothing but disappoint me this season. (laughs) Very disappointed in that. Uh, Northwestern at Wake Forest. I'm taking North, I'm taking Northwestern. Give me Wake Forest. I think Northwestern is way better than Wake Forest, but leave it to Chris Collins to uh, maybe blow yeah. something here. First to 50 game? Possibly. Uh, Maryland, Virginia Tech. This is at Maryland. I've never been more confident in Virginia Tech just beating the hell out of Maryland. <laughs> I'll go with that, too. Uh, Michigan State, Louisville at Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State. Yeah, I think Michigan State's better. Uh, Penn State, Miami at Penn State. Barn burner action here. Give me Penn State. I'll take Miami. I don't think Miami's good at all. Uh, Michigan <laughs> at North Carolina. This is a good game here. Yeah, I'm going to uh, take Michigan. I'm going to take North Carolina at North Carolina. North Carolina uh, makes too Michigan, many mistakes. Michigan almost, you know, tried to lose to Tarleton State. Uh, this is a, this is a get right bounce back spot for Michigan, and North Carolina plays no defense at all. And they make a ton of mistakes. Does Michigan play defense? More than North Carolina. Okay. Wisconsin at Georgia Tech. I'm going to take Wisconsin. They've, yep. They surprised me so far. NC State home against Nebraska. I will take NC State. Sure. Nebraska stinks. NC yeah. State does not stink as much. So I got eight six. Uh, Big Ten taking it eight to six. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do the math on that real quick. Uh, so, <laughs> you went one one in the first night, and then you took Purdue, Indiana, Minnesota. You took Duke, Clemson, Wake Forest. So that would make it four three. Okay. Nope, four four. Uh, then you <laughs> took what? Virginia Tech, four, Miami, five. four six. North Carolina, four seven. NC State. Okay, four eight. So That's eight to six, eight to six ACC because you picked uh, Wisconsin and Penn State. So we're flipping it. Wow, you think the ACC is going to do it, huh? You know the Big Ten was just did not impress me during the Gavit kickoff games. Yeah, but that just means they're going to bounce back and be good here. I, they better get good, or they're just going to be the laughing stock of. Power five basketball right now. Power six. What is it in basketball? Six, right? Yeah. Who's the best conference? SEC. I think I like the SEC as well. So much depth. Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, LSU, Florida. Mm-hmm. Those are probably all tournament teams. I think the West Coast Conference at this point, I mean, they might be the best of the best. I get a lot of love right now from – I think that everybody I follow is West Coast lovers, though. So Hey, they're good, dude. They're going to get at least three bids. We'll see. We'll see. At least two, for sure, BYU and Gonzaga. But, uh, all right, episode 80 is done. I don't know when we're going to do episode 81. How long you know, they got? 
how many games, how many days they got off between? Don't they, don't they play Rutgers on Friday? Yeah, 12 3. Yeah, it's Friday. So Notre Dame Monday, Rutgers Friday. We, we could do a podcast Friday before the game, right? Yeah, we can do it Friday before the game, sure. Either that or something earlier, just depending. I think it, depending on how they do in this game. Yeah. If they uh, lose, they might have to come on quicker. Yeah. All right. We'll Sounds see you next good. time. Rips with anyone. Later.